and welcome to Making the Effort. My name is Chris, and with me is my co-host. Michi. Today's topic comes at a very appropriate time because I am very tired. <laughs> as, <laughs> as usual, I'm actually tired all the time. But today's topic is going to be about self-care. And as a woman in 2019, self-care is, it's a thing. Like, it's, it's just, it's just a thing that we know. And I wanted to ask you, as a man in 2019, who is also not exactly a modern type of person, you're very old as, as a man who feels like he's 79, you wanted to ask me? <laughs> who feels like he's 79 in, like, soul. Like, you're an old <laughs> soul. Like, you don't... Do you know what self-care is? What is self-care to you? Uh, to me, self-care is taking the time to do the things that you should for yourself. And from what I see on, like, ads on TV and stuff like that, usually this is a physical need. But I think that self-care is physical, mental, and spiritual needs all combined into one. Okay, what do you do when you practice self-care? So, for me, self-care, like, some of the physical things of self-care would be taking care of your body, you know, making sure you're getting enough sleep, which clearly we are not. <laughs> uh, exercising regularly, making sure you're eating right, that you're not, you know, just eating junk food or cup ramen, that you're, you know, having fruits and vegetables and all, all the nutrients your body needs or taking vitamins to help supplement that, making sure that you take breaks from, from like work, because work can be mentally draining. So making sure that you have just like downtime activities just to let your, let your brain relax. So if that's like a hobby or talking with your friends, uh, if you're, I, I guess to take care of like your, the spiritual side of yourself, setting up a part time for things like self-reflection or meditation or if you're uh, a religious person then you know reading your bible torah quran whatever it is that you follow these kinds of things right so the way you talk about self-care is very idealistic i suppose when you say the things that you should do the way you talk the way you say like you should do this and this and this it's like a vague like these are things that i kind of want to do yeah, to, to me, these are, like, the things that we as humans feel like we should tired. be doing. Yeah, but we feel tired, or you get home after work, and it's, like, 9 p.m., and you're like, I don't care enough to make, like, a nutritious dinner. I'm gonna heat this thing up. Or, you know, I just feel like I don't have time to squeeze all of these things in. I don't feel like I have... You know, I'm running late to work. I don't feel like I have time to brush my teeth and floss this morning. These kinds of things. Right. So you think that self-care is more of a, this is what I should be doing to achieve my best self kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's the things that I should be doing to have the best body, best mental and spiritual state of 
mind and state of being. Okay, so let's talk about what self-care is for a woman that the internet tells you. So <laughs> the internet tells me, as, as a woman, that... If, and if you, you can go on, like, YouTube. YouTube probably isn't, the, like, the best way to see or to get advice on how to achieve self-care. But what YouTube tells me is that I should take a bath and get one of those fancy lush bath bombs. Or I should make myself some oatmeal with ingredients that probably cost me like $300 to gather. <laughs> it's got gold flakes in it, you know, it's all, got all these gold wonderful flakes things. In it. <laughs> or, you know, these types of things where I have to like purchase a bunch of whatevers to feel like I'm worth something. And this is all a product of brands and companies taking advantage of the expectations women have this expectation of like oh you should be you should be taking care of the home you should be taking care of other people motherly instincts and whatever gender norms and self-care is kind of a way to overthrow those expectations by saying like i need to take care of myself as well and somehow <laughs> as per usual the world has a way to take you has a way to like take advantage of these things by marketing consumerism and all that targeting towards women like you know you deserve this when else are you going to be able to do this treat yourself also give me $50 from what i see about like ads on tv and the internet for self-care stuff for women what i see is it's all related to like your physical appearance like self-care is is quote unquote like beauty and looking good and yeah. then the <laughs> ideas of like feeling good but feeling good is like chocolate or a massage or like things like this yes like it's, it's all, all very it's all very like appearance and like feeling like your appearance is good is yeah, that exactly. fair to say yeah no that's that's absolutely accurate like there's this expectation there's this like weird gross expectation that to to properly practice self-care you have to somehow make yourself beautiful again as if you, you lost know, it <laughs> as if you lost it as if life has just your kids have stolen your beauty <laughs> from you <laughs> they've just like torn you down so much that you are less of a woman because you're not beautiful anymore and you somehow need a day to reset and suddenly you're worth something again because you've taken care like quote unquote taken care of yourself you've done your self-care routine as youtube tells you like suddenly a bath and a face mask will make you 100% woman again is kind of gross it's not kind of it's like very gross and it can get very expensive because thinking of it if you, like as a routine like a self-care routine and you do it once a month let's say and you have your lush bath bomb your face mask your your chocolate your flowers and flowers can get very expensive how this adds up to what 150 dollars a month that's crazy yeah that's you're into what like almost 2000 a year something like that 
So we've been talking a lot about self-care for women and just sort of the advertisements and stuff directed at them. So I just wanted to take a bit of time and talk about some of the the ads and stuff I I see for men. So a a lot of it for men, I think, revolves around the same thing, material possessions, um, and not so much like experiences like going to the spa and stuff like that. Uh, But some of the things I often see are like sports and fitness goods, like you need this new weight set or like this new fitness watch. Yeah, I also see a bunch of fitness related stuff. Like you, you need this, like this specific, you know, weight set to to be your best. If if you're not lifting with this weight set, you're, are you really even lifting? <laughs> like that kind of mentality. Yeah, it's it's and, competitive, isn't it? With with men, the, the yeah, your self idea that like is kind of competitive. Yeah, like with with women, it talked about like making your I guess yourself feel beautiful again. For men, it's like have this so you feel better than like all the other men around you yeah. like have have the best bow flex gym possible or like the ads for like power tools i like see these ads and like the guy opens his garage and he's got like 50 power tools i'm like you probably oh. only use that like hedge trimmer like once every like year oh you you know what it what? is you know what it is it's because mm-hmm. women are pit against each other all the time that Mm-hmm. their idea of self-care is like, no, this is just like a me thing. And then for men, it's the opposite where once you start, once you do your self-care thing, it enables you to compete with other men. <laughs> I That's think it really just is. targets men's egos. Exactly. To be like, exactly. You're not, you're not the best man you are right now. Look at all these other men who are better than you. You need to be better than them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's shitey. It's yeah. not it's not great. It's it's gross that corporations always find a way to bastardize anything that people enjoy, whether it be working out or taking a freaking bath. A corporation will find a way to be predatory towards the consumer. Yeah. Just just very recently, I think it was Monday morning, uh, I was listening to the radio on car ride to, uh, for my commute, and I heard an ad, and it went something like this. Guy one is like, hey, you look like fantastic today. You look so confident. You know, did you like get a haircut or a new suit? And the guy's like, I changed the tires on my car. Oh, I've heard this ad. Yeah. <laughs> and the other dude is like, so if I change the tires on my car, I can feel this good. And I'm like, who who feels good about changing the tires on their car? I think it's more like, just <laughs> it's 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 more just hey, I feel I feel good because I no longer have to stress about my car fishtailing because I have good tires now. And the, maybe you should drive properly so your car doesn't fishtail. Well, sometimes, you know, sometimes you need snow tires. But the the mirroring of the other guy is the problem. It's like, hey, if I do what you're doing, is that going to make me feel good too? That that mirroring is totally not not good. It's not that's not self-care because you're not doing 
things for yourself. You're doing the thing that the other dude's doing. Mm -hmm. And how is that in any way taking care of yourself when you probably have different priorities? Like, you probably don't need tires because you live in Florida and you don't need snow tires. And I love that the, like, ending of the ad is the dude who's asking to the other guy who looks confident is like, so... I'll I'll be as confident as you if I change my tires and the guys like they can't work miracles. <laughs> and it's <just> like like <laughs> like there's the ego like oh you can't you can't be as good as me like don't even try. <laughs> yeah. You know, marketing sucks. Corporations suck. Yeah, so don't listen to <laughs> to ads for your self-care. Yeah. They're not there to help you. They're there to help themselves. Yeah, no, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's, again, it's... It's consumerism. Consumerism, and it's... I don't think self-care should be so escapist. I don't think it should be... It definitely doesn't need to cost money. It definitely doesn't need to cost money. It shouldn't be so focused on fixing the surface level problems like i understand what they're going with with the whole like you need to you know get out of bed you need to go take a long shower maybe spend some time putting lotion on and like spend a little more time brushing your teeth these these types of things i understand because it's it's a bit of a like circular problem of if you're not feeling great you know just cleaning yourself up and presenting yourself as your best version can help your mood but it's very surface level and most of the time fixing the immediate symptoms of what you're actually feeling isn't you know it's not going to fix the problem for long term self-care doesn't always feel good or at least it doesn't start feeling good yeah. It's like the first time you floss, like we, we just came back from a trip where I didn't floss for two weeks when I probably should have. So like the first time came back and the sink is filled with blood and, you know, that doesn't feel great, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it is self-care and it's important to, like, for you. <laughs> you need to floss more. Um, but... My mom had a friend who went for a massage and... You know, people have this idea that a massage is like nice and relaxing and, you know, maybe you'll fall asleep because you feel so good. So the massage therapist asked her, you know, how, how do you like your massage? And she responded, fix my back, please. <laughs> and the massage therapist was like, OK. <laughs> and. My mom's friend said it was the worst massage she'd ever had because the therapist was like, you know, digging into her back and all the muscle knots. And I mean, in the end, that was probably, you know, the best way to fix her back. Yeah, yeah. But th that is way th that is the best way because I go to my chiropractor and the massage therapist, she does that too. She like really digs into my shoulders and she's like, oh, you have a muscle knot here the size of a clementine. And I'm like... Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> but it's like that idea that self-care like doesn't necessarily feel good or feel good at first. Probably like after you get that clementine size knot out of your back, do you feel better like the next day? No, it still hurts because <laughs> <laughs> there's probably like so 
D- digression, but when you get a massage and you get those, like, your the massage therapist, um, Shannon, my massage therapist, like, she explained this to me, when she gets the muscle knots out, um, you, after the massage, you kind of feel like you have the flu. Like, your body's mm-hmm. all achy and you feel a little heavy. It's because those muscle knots have started to return to its former muscle self without the buildup. And so, like, you feel like crap. <laughs> but in the long term, it's much better for you. And that's yeah. what you were saying, where there's um, sometimes self-care isn't comfortable. Like, there's a there's this quote from a Huffington Post article about self-care. Like, self-care isn't glamorous. It's the everyday work you do for yourself to make you a little bit happier and healthy. And... Mm-hmm. That should, I guess, be the standard or the, the bar that is set for when you think of self-care. Just, it's everyday work. It's not a routine. It's a thing that you do daily. Yeah, I, th- I, I really agree with that. The kinds of things you should do, like I said, they're, they can be free or just part of, you know, your your daily routine that shouldn't cost money or shouldn't cost that much money. Like, I, I hope you're buying toothpaste already. <laughs> but make very like you brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Well, now that we've kind of established like this, what what would you suggest would be better advice if you like had all those YouTubers in a room and you had a PowerPoint that told them this is how you should advertise self care? What would you tell them? Like, what would you say would be good advice for them? I would start by saying your video on self-care should not be sponsored by anyone. Because <laughs> I think that kind of defeats the purpose of like, hey, self-care is something you should be doing normally. But also, we're sponsored by this face mask that you should totally check out. <laughs> Gotta get so, that coin, though. That's how you get coin as an influencer. No, that's, I guess, how they make their living. But <laughs> It is kind it, of funny i guess when you're sponsored by if you're being sponsored by the thing you're telling people not to do i think it waters down the message of your video that's that's fair that's fair so i think a way to practice self-care would be to put yourself in a situation that's kind of like outside your comfort zone not too much, but just just a little bit enough to challenge you, enough to allow you to learn about yourself, allow you to grow, and open more doors for you. I think, you know, self care sh- shouldn't be comfortable. <laughs> well, it c- it can be, but not necessarily all the time. Yeah, if your self care routine is only like good feelings and. There's no there's no challenges, there's no pain coming out of it, then I think you need to revisit it. Okay, maybe not pain, but <laughs> I, I know what you're I know what you're trying to say, but yeah, like like I mentioned, it's self-care shouldn't be a form of escapism. It, your your life shouldn't 
like if you have to have a self-care day because your life is just so difficult and you're so burnt out that you need to have a day to quote unquote like reset the way you should tailor your self-care day shouldn't be like oh god i'm going to take a three-hour bath if let's say money problems are causing you stress and you're like i need i need a self-care day i need to to stop and like take a break and then you decide the self-care day is treating yourself to some new new clothing or going to a spa that I don't think that counts because after your self-care day, you're going to be even more stressed out because you were already stressed out about money. Why would you go and treat, quote unquote, treat yourself when the money is already stressing you out? You're just like creating more stress for you to deal with later. And I don't think that's like proper self-care. Yeah. I mean, just the word you used, like a self-care day, when I look at that, to me, the the important thing is it's a day, it's time. It's not a self-care shopping spree. <laughs> it's it's time you're setting aside for yourself, which, you know, really you should be setting that time aside, you know, each and every day rather than blitzing through, you know, one, two weeks, then being like, okay, I need to take a break. You should be making that time for yourself each day. Otherwise, you're just going to have the cycle of two weeks of, of life, get burnout, have to take a day. And you should be incorporating that time into each day. Mm-hmm. I also feel like self-care time shouldn't make you feel guilty at the end of it. You yes, shouldn't feel exactly. guilty like, yes. like, oh, I wasted this whole day or, oh, I spent all this money. What it should do is it should make you feel empowered, like encourage you like to, yes, I am doing something about my health or my well-being or my mental health, like these kinds of things yes. encourage you to do it more often rather than make you feel bad and be like, okay, I've, I've had my self care day. I can't do this again for at least two more weeks. Cause I, I just don't have the time. I don't have the money for it. Absolutely. Completely agree. The guilt that comes after the self care day is that's, that's just not self care. You should put that on a t-shirt. That's just not self care. <laughs> No, that's that's absolutely true. If your if your self-care days are days that you look forward to, you should probably take that as a signal as to, you know, you maybe have to reevaluate the kind of self-care that you're doing. Um another way that I think to to practice self-care would be to finally do the thing that you've been putting off, you know, like list all of the things that you, you just didn't want, don't want to do. Like finally calling your doctor to make that appointment or bringing your car in for repairs or like these types of things that like, oh, I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to interact with the world right now. But these things are necessary for you to exist as a human. There's this other article thought catalog's not the best site but there's another article from there that i found that I, which i thought was like completely accurate where it says there's a quote that says true self-care is not salt baths and chocolate cake it's making the choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from and that often takes doing the thing you least want to do and that's 
I think, super accurate. Because once you get that out of the way, you start feeling better. And that's what self-care should do. You you have to do the thing, and then you feel lighter afterwards. You are taking care of yourself because you're getting all of that not feel-good things just done and done with. Yeah, for sure. And I think that sort of ties into what we were talking about earlier about instead of having just one day trying to make it part of your everyday life is Mm -hmm. it it should be a routine it should be something you do regularly yeah yeah so like just making sure it's part of your routine and keeping at it will I I think helps give you that like good feeling in the long run it's Mm -hmm. to me it's like like the first time you like go to the gym after a long time and you're like afterwards you're like oh I'm dead this was such a mistake (laughs) But then if you like keep at it and like three weeks later, you know, it gives you energy, it, it boosts your confidence, like all of these good things come out of making a part of your routine. Yeah. I like to watch like minimalism videos on YouTube or I guess if you watch the, the KonMari series, there's little bits here and there of advice that the the people on the videos and Marie, Marie Kondo, they give advice that I think are better advice for self-care than, you know, spending money and eating junk and all of that stuff. It'll say stuff like, set aside 15 minutes to just clean your space. And that's a very tangible thing that you can do that will instantly make you feel better. And if you do that daily... And that becomes your self-care routine. That becomes a long-term habit that then eventually makes your life just living in general a little easier. And it's these things that, these, these little things, like you said, that you should be doing that makes your life just just a little bit easier. Like a little bit at a time. It's not the one day where you're like, I'm going to do everything all for myself because sometimes sometimes you can't sometimes you have uh, different priorities other than yourself and i think this is where conflict happens sometimes when it comes to self-care where people don't acknowledge the differences in priorities so you know um some people have children some people have have pets. Some people are differently abled. The, the differences in priority aren't addressed as much by, by people. Like, sometimes I'll watch, you know, the video about, like, oh, you should take a bath, go to the spa, whatever, get a pedicure. And I think about that, and I also then think about, like, but what if you're not able-bodied? Does that mean self-care, like... Self-care doesn't exist doesn't for you? Doesn't exist for you because you're not then able to to do these things? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think this is sort of part of a byproduct of self-care is like a consumeristic society is that people who aren't able-bodied are often sort of looked over because they're not the big purchasing power exactly in the marketplace yeah Yeah. companies don't market towards them which sucks because you know self-care is for everyone if you have a self 
you, you have should care, care for it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's realizing that, you know, self-care is about priorities. And sometimes, stick with me, sometimes self-care isn't about pampering yourself. Sometimes it's spending time with the people you love. Sometimes it's spending time with your children. Sometimes it's doing homework with your children, like studying with your children. If your kid's having a really bad time with math at school, you know, and it's stressing you out as a parent, if you take the time to sit down with them and and help them study and you feel better afterwards, that yeah. could be a form of self-care because it's it's yeah. lightening your emotional load. I, I think you said it right there. It, it makes you feel better later. I think one of the like things about self-care on you know what we see and hear on TV and the internet versus what we should actually be practicing is the like ads for self-care like do something that makes you feel good in the moment when in reality self-care should be do something that makes you feel like you're at your best as you go forward yeah that's that's a good way to put it again it's 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 one of those things that's just because everyone else is doing it a certain way doesn't mean that you have to do it that way just because it's being presented a certain way doesn't mean that you have to do it that way if a form of self-care doesn't match your priorities like you said if a form of self-care doesn't allow you to feel good moving forward then it's just not for you and it's probably you know the the other things that you're doing are probably better forms of self-care than you think just because you're not you know making yourself beautiful you're not making yourself feel good and you you are practicing delayed gratification rather than in the moment gratification it doesn't mean that you're Mm -hmm. not practicing proper self-care I think we've we've kind of established is that self-care isn't doing is it's not doing the thing that you want to do right now. It's just making it so that you are able to at any time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Making the Effort. Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean or email us at making the effort podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.